Hello and welcome to In the Cactus. I'm Siobhan Jones and I'll be your host as we power through difficulties together with hope. If you're in the cactus, a troubling situation like bullying, or want to help someone who is, this is the show for you. In this episode of In the Cactus, I'm joined by Dr. Natasha Pierce, Senior Research Fellow at the Telethon Kids Institute in Australia. Some of the earlier episodes brought up questions for me about whole school approaches for bullying prevention, and I wanted to know more. So let's begin. Natasha, welcome to the show. Thanks, Siobhan. Thanks for having me. Can you tell our listeners, what is the Telethon Kids Institute and what's your role? So the Telethon Kids Institute is a not-for-profit medical research uh, institute, and we're based in Perth at the Children's Hospital. And we have a really simple vision. It's to support happy, healthy kids through excellence in in research. So um, I think more importantly, though, we aim to apply that knowledge so that it makes a real difference to the lives of children and young people. So I'm a senior research fellow within the health promotion and education uh, research team there. Um, This team is led by Professor Donna Cross, and she's a well-known global leader in bullying prevention and intervention uh, research. And I have worked on many of the Friendly Schools uh, research projects that we're going to be talking a little bit more about today. Can I ask, why do you do the work that you do? Mm. Okay, well, our team is a very passionate team about giving children the very best start in life and supporting their development to become happy and healthy uh, young people and, of course, adults. So working in health promotion means that we have more of a prevention and population health focus. So we're looking at ways to deliver support to families, communities and uh, policymakers on a much broader scale um, than individuals. So it's really rewarding to make you know, a real difference on that on that level. And, and hopefully the difference that we make is in preventing children and young people being faced with anything that compromises their health and wellbeing in the first place. What makes a bullying prevention strategy effective? Well, it's a rather <laughs> challenging question and I think one that current research is still trying to to determine But your listeners would know from the previous podcast that bullying is a complex social issue and therefore requires a complex social solution. But I think there's growing evidence that suggests that multi-level whole school interventions are the most effective and non-stigmatising means to prevent and manage bullying behaviours in schools. And so whole school programs that are shown to be effective usually encompass strategies that work at those multiple levels in the school involving students families, teachers and the wider school community to address the many factors that influence bullying behaviours. So I think it's really well recognised that there are many factors involved in bullying behaviours beyond the individual student. They also usually include multiple components at that whole school prevention level and these things look like um, implementing policy and procedures, teaching students social skills, building that positive, strong school culture and a safe physical environment and engagement with parents and families. And they usually include strategies that also identify students at potential risk and target a support for individual students when the need arises, such as a, as a particular bullying incident. 
So we, there are studies that have reviewed the effectiveness of these individual studies. It's called a, a meta-analysis, and they've reported small to moderate effect size at the student level. So it really indicates that bullying prevention programs do work to reduce bullying. However, what we really don't quite understand at this point is which of those program components contribute most to their effectiveness. So much more research is needed to really gain more insight into opening that black box and really to guide um, schools' investment in this area. Can you tell us what is Friendly Schools and what are the key parts of it? So Friendly Schools is a whole school, so one of those whole school um, programs, social emotional wellbeing and bullying and cyberbullying prevention intervention. So it uses a strengths base and those multi-level strategies to improve students' social emotional wellbeing and reduce bullying in a number of ways um, by strengthening the school's policy and procedures, uh, developing student staff and parent competencies to build positive relationships providing opportunities for student participation in voice, and that's particularly um, important around the cyberbullying area, supporting the school's social and physical environments and encouraging parent and family community engagement. It also has a really strong implementation component, which aims to build school leadership capacity to implement friendly schools successfully over the longer term, because, as I mentioned before, these are a social um, complex uh, interventions, they do require some time to, to implement um, over time. Um, and it's really important that the schools are using their own data to inform their decision making and that the strategies that they choose are really context relevant for them to make a difference. So Friendly Schools really works through an implementation process to support that. If a school already has something like an anti-bullying policy in place, how is Friendly Schools different? Well, as we know, bullying is a significant risk factor affecting young people's social emotional wellbeing and their, their mental health. So Friendly Schools not only aims to reduce bullying behaviours, but it also aims to improve students' social emotional wellbeing and cyber safety education as well. So it has a has a broader broader focus. So for example, um, there are three parts to kind of social emotional wellbeing, um, emotional wellbeing, which is happiness and confidence. So the opposite of depression, psychological well-being, so looking at resilience and engagement, social well-being, which is about relationships with others, and obviously, you know, not, not bullying. So to do that, it includes a developmental social emotional learning curriculum for years K to year nine. Um, so around that, it really teaches core social skills across those year groups, looking at things like self-awareness, um, self-management, relationship skills and social decision-making. So, you know, it's really important that it it is not just about teaching, I guess, the core understanding around bullying behaviours and what they are and how best to identify them and respond. Obviously, that's all key and very important, but it goes beyond just looking at bullying behaviours to really look at promoting the health and well-being of, of students. And are there any risk factors for when kids tend to be bullied? So Friendly Schools is one of the most empirically researched school-based programs in Australia that's been developed and tested across a pipeline of research projects over the last 20 years. So that's involved around 18 studies, 11 of which were 
longitudinal randomised control trials, so really, um, you know, top quality research involving over 35,000 Australian students, teachers, parents and school leaders in more than 350 schools. So it has a really great, robust evidence base behind it. Um, Friendly Schools was initiated in 1999 because back then virtually very little was understood about the most effective ways to reduce bullying in Australian schools. And so it was first um, initiated in response to schools and policymakers at the time for, you know, some guidance around uh, evidence-informed action. And then since that time, uh, studies have really spent time building on that intervention and looking at those different components and testing the intervention within different contexts and has been guided by the research findings along the way. So, for example, in 2009, we conducted a national prevalence study into covert bullying behaviours, and it was the first time that we really saw from students that they were reporting that bullying was happening online. So that resulted in the world's first cyberbullying intervention being tested in Australian schools called Cyber Friendly Schools. And it was really co-designed with students through various mechanisms such as uh, advisory groups and and summits. But that intervention led on to then a whole series of other studies um, in terms of building teacher capacity and schools' capacity around supporting students to to address cyberbullying behaviours from their perspective. And I think it's just a a really important area, particularly for cyberbullying, because students are considered to be the experts and parents and teachers are often less confident in, in that space. What challenges do teachers face in putting bullying prevention approaches into place? Well, schools are really busy places and today's, you know, teachers require a multitude of skills beyond just teaching in the in the classroom. So, you know, they have faced many barriers, not just in, in implementing bullying prevention approaches, but, but many things that they're required to do. So in terms of bullying prevention, they're often asked to, you know, to teach social emotional curriculum, respond appropriately to the bullying incidents and follow school procedures supervise and support students in the playground and, you know, engage and collaborate with families. So, um, you know, there's a lot that they are expected to contribute to. But I think the one thing that we have found through the research is that if there is one thing that would really make a difference to preventing bullying behaviours and promoting students' wellbeing is the positive connection to their teachers who they feel that, that really knows them. So we found in the research that teachers who make a a direct effort to welcome students into their classroom, um, particularly, you know, using their names and creating that supportive classroom environment to show and to have less prevalence of of bullying. And some of the international research has also shown lower levels of, of bullying in classrooms associated with teachers who the students consider to be identifying um, and addressing bullying behaviours effectively. So I think that they can make a really difference and that they already are making a real difference in the work that they do to build positive and supportive classrooms and you know, building positive relationships with their students. So they're already going a long way to preventing bullying behaviours. Is there a time of life when kids are, I suppose, more susceptible to being bullied? Uh, yeah, so we know that there are two peaks in Australian schools or um, for students 
uh, in Australian schools and they tend to be in middle primary school, so around grade five, so 10 to 11 years of age. And this is primarily because it's a rapid time of social development and so it is you know, a, a normal stage that they go through, but because it's um, a big social development stage, um, it tends to peak at that time. And then again, in we see it again in early adolescence after transition to secondary school. So this second peak is very much related to the changing peer and friendship groups, the changing to new school environments, and obviously the greater stress that, that goes with both of those things. So we see that whenever you kind of um, shake up the social dynamics or they're disrupted, um, it's certainly a time of risk, but it can also be perhaps for some students at the start of each school year with you know, just new teachers and new classrooms and new friends to be made as well. Can you talk a little bit about the findings from the, I think it's called the Whole School and Targeted Approach Trial that was done in May this year? So yes, this research project was a large trial involving 135 schools, so over 8,000 students in grades three and four. Um, there were schools in both New South Wales and Western Australia. It evaluated the effectiveness of reducing bullying victimisation by implementing strategies at a whole school level, um, and that whole school level was using the friendly schools intervention um, and an individual targeted level intervention. And that was a resilience building program called Cool Kids, um, looking also at reducing anxiety. Uh, and these two different types of invention, interventions were compared to control schools that were implementing this, their, their usual practices or usual care. So it was a two-year study and surprisingly there were reductions in victimisation, anxiety and depression in all the levels of the school. So not only those schools that were implementing the whole school and the targeted programs but also in the control schools as well. So while this is disappointing and, um, you know, out of all the friendly schools uh, research without going into the you know, specific outcomes of, of each of the studies in general, the 11 longitudinal effectiveness trials previously that have tested the friendly schools intervention. Um, you know, we've seen reductions in bullying and cyberbullying, victimisation and perpetration um, among the participating children and adolescents. So I guess it, it is in a way disappointing not to find that effect, but I think we are not alone in that in terms of the international research also indicating that the effect sizes that we were seeing from these whole school of interventions are perhaps becoming less over time. And I think it's also, you know, maybe a positive indication that the effects of the mandated school bullying policies that we have both here in Australia and many places now around the world and the increased availability of, you know, the amount of research knowledge that we have and the understandings around bullying behaviours and obviously the availability of a range of intervention programs for schools. Um, you know, it may be a really positive indication that schools are, are really doing a lot now to address bullying behaviours and are having a positive effect. And so I guess what it means for us as, as researchers uh, is that we'll have to work extra hard at supporting schools to, you know, to show an additional impact um, above and beyond what they're doing as, as normal practice now. So in, in effect, I guess, control schools don't really exist anymore, whereas back in 99 when we first started the original friendly schools evaluation, the landscape looked very different. So I think, you know, the, the positive there are positive findings, you know, overall. 
Yeah, and it's interesting because obviously the research has to evolve as the strategies do and as the culture and as society societies change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think, um, yeah, I think it's we're seeing that just globally as well that these interventions. And I, I guess I can speak from you know the amount of work that we have done in translation and supporting government to implement their own programs and policies and practices around addressing bullying behaviours that, you know, at the system level is supporting schools much more effectively than they ever have done in the past as well. So I think it's a positive thing that perhaps that is actually meaning, you know, schools are making a difference and are more supported. How can people or schools get involved in friendly schools? The best place to start is to probably check out the Friendly Schools website. So um, you can either, if you Google Friendly Schools, it will come straight up at the Telethon Kids Institute, or you can go to the Telethon Kids Institute website, which is www.telethonkids.org.au, um, and you can search for Friendly Schools there. Uh, it also has contact uh, details there that you can um, contact us at the Friendly Schools team for further information. But there's quite a lot on the website. So if schools were interested in just learning more about Friendly Schools and um, the resources and support that's available there, the website would be the best place to start. What is your message of hope for our listeners? You know, through all of the the evidence that is just building up, you know, more and more all the time in the area of bullying behaviours and supporting schools, teachers and students in this area, we, uh, you know, there's so much um, understanding and impact that is being have now that I think it's really, really encouraging that there are lots of simple strategies that we can all do to to make a difference for students and to um, not only, I guess, reduce bullying behaviours, but promote their mental health and their social emotional wellbeing as well. So, um, you know, I think there has been a real great effort internationally to address this problem. And, um, you know, I think we're really making inroads. Natasha, thanks so much for being on the show today. My pleasure. And that was Dr. Natasha Pierce, Senior Research Fellow at the Telethon Kids Institute. The resources we spoke about are in the show notes. If you like the show, please share it with a friend. That's it for now. Go with hope.